RadioInfluence.com. Welcome to another edition of the Rio Animals Podcast, which is always brought to you by our good friends at Contender Boats. I'm super excited today. I uh, get to spend a little time here with a longtime friend, um, over 20 years now. He uh, played nine seasons in the National Football League, attended Indiana University, so he's a Big Ten guy, which uh, always makes me makes me very happy. He is co-host of Beckles and Retcher on 95.3 WDAE and AM 620 from 3 to 7 p.m. weekdays here uh, in our Tampa Bay market and on iHeartRadio. You will know him as the big man. Ian Beckles, how are you, my friend? I'm fantastic, and yourself? <laughs> I am good, I'm good. I'm good glad you could spend a little time here with me this morning. Big big change in your world since we were on did the last podcast as okay. far as as far as your radio world mm-hmm. um, with Ron Diaz, you know, the legendary voice here in Tampa Bay, retiring and moving on to hopefully a better place. I ain't heard from him or seen him or nothing. <laughs> so he's, he's hiding, but, but now it's, it's Jay Retcher. Mm-hmm. How's it going with, uh, with the young, with the young man there? I'm, I'm a big fan of Jay's. You guys do a great job. How's that all going? It's going great. Uh, it's a different show. It's got a different feel. Um, I steer, I steer it a little bit more my name is yep. first, which is not a bad thing. Um, and it's just, it's just different. It's not better than Ron and Ian. It's just, it's different. Sure. You know, Jay and I probably have more in common than Ron and I do. Right. Um, like I said, it's just completely different. We talk more sports than, than Ron and Ian. Yeah. We, we, we set out to be like, kind of like the man show, Ron and Ian. Right. And with Jay, we sat down, we go, what do you want us to be? We, we want it to be intelligent sports radio. And right. that's what we're turning into. And Jay knows as much sports as anybody I know and no watch, watches more than anybody I know. And, <laughs> right. uh, you know, it just, it kind of makes, it, it kind of works. So it's, it's all, it's all good. So, and, and I got to ask you this because I have never been, um, and I don't know that you were before, um, the soccer thing. Okay. Jay seems to be so knowledgeable on so many different sports. Mm-hmm. And I love that about him. It's yeah. kind of, it's almost a little scary actually. Like, uh, I'm not bit. sure exactly what else <laughs> has happened in his life other than sports. Right, yeah. Um, but, but impressive nonetheless but the soccer thing has never pulled me in did it pull you in beforehand or is that something that you've you've kind of picked up from hanging out with jake it seems like a much bigger conversation now because i don't think you know ron knew a whole lot about it so again it would make more sense that with jay knowing about it it would come up more you seem to be a little into it now though is it well, I mean, definitely more so than I was, right. with, you know, way back when Ron, you know, we, we sat down and did our show. Ron didn't know anything about soccer. Sure. I didn't know anything about soccer. So us talking soccer didn't make any Point sense. Right. So, you know, just like Jay and I don't talk NASCAR because we don't know NASCAR. Right. You know, Jay knows soccer. And sure. I was like, listen, bro, I know it's a sport that I, I kind of want to get into. I noticed something there. I'll be honest with you, NASCAR, I, I've. I feel like I'm missing something because all those millions of people love NASCAR must <laughs> love, love something, right. but I don't get it. You know what I mean? I don't so get it soccer, I didn't get it first. And then Jay was like, you know, he's got to, you can't think of it as hockey or football. You got to think of, of it more of background stuff. Saturday or Sunday, you watch, put the, put the soccer on, adopt the team, 
So I took Tottenham Hotspurs and and then uh, and then go from there. And it just kind of this. I'm not a huge soccer fan, but I can watch it now. Okay. You know what I mean? And uh, we used to bad mouth it and stuff. And it's just it's a sport. We shouldn't be bad mouthing no, yeah, sport. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I I got myself in trouble a little yesterday on a charter because <laughs> I threw yeah, out a, a watch out soccer. You know, oh, like, boy. Uh, well, I got daughters, you know, and the yeah. first youngster she brought home that was a soccer player, I thought, well, he's out because he's a soccer player. And the guy on the boat looked at me and went, well, I was a soccer player. I'm yeah, like, well, oops, well, oops. We've been friends a long time yeah, and yeah. I still like I you. Still, but, <laughs> but you're still a soccer player. <laughs> still a soccer well, player. I think being a soccer player to us means something. And it's not overly positive because when I was growing up, if you're a soccer player, it just means you, you weren't tough enough to play football. <laughs> right. So I don't know if it's that way anymore. I don't know either. But I think it kind of is, though, still. <laughs> I think, it's, I it still is. Again, it was funny. <laughs> and my buddy yesterday on the boat, and again, I've, I've known that guy for like 20 years. He's like, I played football, too. Yeah. I'm like, all right. Okay, well. I'm still confused. Well, give me a pass if you play football, too. <laughs> right. I don't pass. know why. Yeah, right. I don't know why you fell into that. But <laughs> it was just something I thought of from the show, kind of, you know, putting this little conversation together, I thought, well, this is kind of interesting. Now, something else that seems kind of, kind of, I don't know that it's new, but I know you've been working on this mm-hmm. place here uh, for a while. We are uh, in the podcast studio doing our podcast here, which is at 4817 Southwest Shore Boulevard, along with the Dignitary Tea and Kava House. Correct, yes. So, and, and the tea and kava part is kind of mm-hmm. new. Yes, a little bit. Yeah, a little mm-hmm. bit. Stuff definitely from when we did our last podcast. For so, sure, yeah. So talk, you got to talk me through this because I don't, the tea house I get, mm-hmm. coffee houses I get, mm-hmm. I understand it. What is kava? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, if if you bring up kava to 10 people, maybe one person in Tampa Bay has heard of kava. Uh, in a weird way, the Tampa Bay area is, is almost a hub for kava in the United States. Uh, kava is something that comes from uh, uh, South uh you know, it comes from Fiji and, and Tonga and some of those countries that it's a ceremonial thing. They kind of use kava like alcohol, okay? In Tonga, instead of you know, going cheers and have alcohol, they say, they pull up a shell of kava and they say bula. And they do a shot of, you know, kava. I hear it on the show. Yeah, huh? it, yeah. Com- it comes from the root of a pepper plant. It doesn't taste great, uh, but it has some good medicinal values. Okay. And then the tea, the kratom part, um, that's also has medicinal values. I, I stopped drinking alcohol. I don't drink any alcohol anymore. I used to be a pretty, pretty good oh, drinker. Yeah. I was yep, a pretty yep. good drinker. Yep. Uh, and then I really drink kava and kratom in lieu of alcohol. So, you know, it's, it's helped me, you know, everybody, like, I, I'm not against alcohol. You know, I'm not against every, anything that you do right. Okay. But I think anybody who drinks alcohol would almost like to stop. You know what I mean? Like we're better when we don't drink alcohol. Okay. Cause it's not great for you. No, it's not great for you. Right. We have, you know, extreme personalities, so we're not somebody going to drink a beer. You know what I mean? So I'm better off. I'm better off not drinking alcohol. Right, okay. I so and I became vegan. It's not because I don't like meat. It's because, you know, I'm. It's I. I can't be allowed to eat meat. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just not good at it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I mean, this is something that just kind of worked for me. And being vegan and being kava and all, drinking kava and all that stuff's kind of helping me out at this time of my life. I'm going to turn 55 this year. I'm not young anymore and start to get my pension. You know, NFL pension was a good thing. But uh, you know, just trying to do some good things to elongate my life because we all know smashing your head into people for a living shortens your life. For sure. So I so I've shortened it a little bit. Let's yeah. try to elongate it a little bit. Nine nine seasons yeah. in the NFL 
Tampa and Philly. Correct. Right? Anywhere else? Tampa and Philly. I was with the Jets for a second, never really played there. That was at the Broncos at the end, but never really uh, played, on, played on the field, though. So, and, and I don't get to, I don't really know all that many NFL players. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of hockey buddies and all that. Sure. So, yeah. Some of that. But NFL guys, you are probably my closest friend. Okay. What's the one moment, and, I, and what's the one moment that stands out to you as a proud, a super proud Ian Beckles moment from a nine-year career? Mm-hmm. And I think one of the coolest things when I think about your career, um, I remember you uh, mentioning um, Mel Kiper not mm-hmm. being a fan of the pick when you got drafted. Yeah, and and then to me that makes you just because I I kind of can't stand Mel Kiper a little bit because I just I think he it. misses a lot. I get it. So so. <laughs> Go figure. You would get that, but, but I mean, so for no, you to play nine years, mm-hmm. to come in as a rookie, to start after somebody says, "Yeah, I don't know what this mm-hmm. is all about. This doesn't make sense." Obviously, the team knows more than you, Mel. Is there a moment in that career where you, if you could sit back right now and tell somebody, "Yeah, this is probably my proudest NFL moment." Uh, for first of all, Mel Kiper. Um, he's one of those guys. I don't know why you're still called an expert when you suck at what you I do. I don't know. Like, either. I don't get it. Like, he's not good at what I, he does. I, okay. And he called me, he was, I think the quote was, a called me camp meat. I'm camp meat. So I'm just a player, you know, somebody bring out in camp and that's it. He's not, he's not any worse than any of the scouts though. The scouts miss all the time. Yeah, they do. If the scouts didn't miss, I would have been drafted a lot higher. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? If the draft, if the, if the scouts knew what they were doing, they wouldn't have drafted Charles McCray or, or, or you know, Keith McCants that high. Sure. So that's, it's a very, I say drafting an NFL player is the most inexact science that, that that's out there. Okay? I think, I think it goes almost across sports, actually. A period. It's hard. It's hard to get. But, you, but let me say this, though. How many times can you say, if I say, hey, uh, Mike, give me one great fisherman. When you give me that fisherman, he's going to be badass, right? Yeah. Yeah, the, the whole world to pick from. Give me one football player, and he may suck. That doesn't happen too much in the other sports. Well, that's true. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. first pick may suck because it's happened. <laughs> so it should tell you how much of a team sport it is. And then going back to my career, um, you know, I played nine years. I didn't play in any playoff games. Um, you know, I don't want to say I didn't play any relevant games. They're, no. all, they're all relevant. And I don't think, yeah. and trust me, when I, when I, when I mentioned that, sure, I, I, yeah. I, I know you know, you didn't. You don't have a ring. Mm-hmm. I get it, mm-hmm. but I don't care what anybody says. And anyone who played sports at a high school level or a little bit after that, whatever you did, mm-hmm. you guys are freaks. Like you do know that, right? Uh, now I do. I didn't at the time. I believe it. I didn't no, at the time. I, I get yeah. that. Yeah. I don't think the guys that are in the league. Mm-hmm. I think the guys in the league are worried that someone's going to just any Joe Blow come off street and take their job, which to yeah. me is absolutely ridiculous. You guys are freaks, like special athletes. Yeah, but there's lots of freaks everywhere. Sure, and, and, and you know, and as I'm being freaky out there, uh, there's other freaks, younger freaks coming up. You know, that are, aren't as beat up as me, and you know, are taller than I am, and all those kinds of things. There's freak, and mm-hmm. then there's freak with an understanding of what needs to be done. And I'll give you an example. Okay. When I got when I got stationed in Germany, I was a pretty good basketball player in mm-hmm. high school. Not a very good student. Mm-hmm. Ended up in the military. Ended up in Germany base tryouts for the basketball team. Mm-hmm. I walked in the gym, literally back. There's 80 guys in the gym. Mm-hmm. Dudes are leaving from the free throw line. I'm like, oh my <laughs> yeah, God. Yeah, right. Like I am hosed. Yeah. There's no way this works mm-hmm. for me. I end up a starter on that team because okay. as the coach put a play on a, on a little board and mm-hmm. said, okay, you five guys run this play, you would run the play and I'd be like, the guy that left the free throw line doesn't even know what a pick is. Correct. He doesn't know. Yeah how to play a two, three defense. Correct. He doesn't know yes. anything. Like mm-hmm. he played in the street somewhere 
freak athlete, yep. not a basketball player, not a, not a team basketball player. Mm-hmm. So what, again, what your ability to do, your ability to play guard, to be strong, to be mm-hmm. a freak athlete and do it without a penalty, every, all those things mm-hmm. come into play. Sure. So, And listen, now that I'm older and I look back at what I had accomplished, uh, accomplished back when, I don't know if I can do it now because I'm too wise. Because it's because that's that's hard. Yeah. And when you're young, you just don't know any better. You're just like, oh, they're paying us a lot of money. Let's. I've been doing this my whole life. Let's just do it. You know. Right. But you know, when you look back now, you know, blocking Reggie White and John. I I played against John Randall like 17 times. You know. Wow. You know, if you, you know, if I always thought I was just a guy out there. But if you were just a guy out there, you can't do that 17 times. No. You could do it once. Can't be a starter. You can't even do it a half a time. Can't be a starter in the National Football League and just be. In you know, my you opinion, mm-hmm. you can't be a guy who gets drafted mm-hmm. and makes a team and just be a guy. We talk about that all the time. Mm-hmm. Me and sports fans like, oh, that guy's a bum. Yeah, eh, we're, we're wrong for that. We're wrong. We're wrong. For, we're yeah. wrong. We're very he wrong. Was, he was a stud in D1. He was a stud everywhere. Everywhere. Every, he was a stud <laughs> until he got to where he's at. Unbelievable. Period. Freak. Not good. I can't carry his back. A stud. Yeah, stud. It has 100%. to be. Now, 100%. like people, you know, and I was 295 in high school, right? And, you know, people say, how good were you? And I was like, I think I was good. But now I look back. I mean, I was playing running back at 295. So I wasn't. I didn't make it to the NFL because I'm a, I'm a freak guard. I think I made it to the NFL because I'm a freak athlete. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Because I'm not a freak guard. I'm not. You know, Larry Allen was a freak guard. He was six six, and his arms are a foot longer than mine. He benched at seven hundred pounds. Still he, a great athlete, though. but he was the best ever. I, I just kind of got away with it because I. Uh, what you talked about with basketball, that was me in football. I under, I understand the game of football, right. and in uh, everything else I do in my in in life whether it's radio or whatever, even fishing, I, I'm, I'm, I come prepared. I, I take it seriously and I hate to lose. I was going to say, I, you don't I, like to I suck at it. I hate to lose. Like I don't do things that I'm bad at. I just won't do it. Like Ian, like, Ian you want to go bowling? Nah, I'm not good at bowling. I don't want I don't like people beating me. Sounds like me and golf. Yeah. Well, I stopped playing golf because there was a time where I, I broke 80. Okay. Legitimately. And that's pretty good in golf. And then I'm not playing golf on a consistent basis. Now I'm out there t- twice a year and I'm spraying the ball all over the place. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'll do something else. And, you know, I don't want to suck. You know, I've never been that guy to suck. So, you know, thank God I was born with, with the athletic ability. And, um, you know, it helped me in almost all sports. I'm yeah. like, like you said, you weren't a great student. Nah, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> me nope. neither. I wasn't a great, I wouldn't say I wasn't, I wasn't dumb. Yeah, so no. I wasn't a great student. Yeah, I was. Like I used my intelligence to figure out ways around studying. <laughs> you did a better job <laughs> yeah, of that than I did. because I, I don't know if I did a great job. Well, I, I can, we could sit and talk, but I was not a great student. I brother. had a lot of schools that were like, you know, you're talented <laughs> enough to play at this level, but have yeah. you seen this sheet of paper yeah. over here that has yeah. your grades on it? It's yeah. not so great. Yeah, I was always good at like IQ tests, but I wasn't good at, t- at school. Yeah. So we he got said, like a wonder like test. And my coach was like, you got like one of the highest in the area. And I go, all right. He goes, well, you got C's. And I go, yeah. That's that's just me in school. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I, I didn't it. like it. Well, the ASVAB is a, a test you take before you go in the military. Mm. And uh, I thought, well, I am going to bomb this. No, nope. it doesn't work that way. It didn't. Of and, course. And yeah. even, <laughs> when, even my recruiter was like, uh, dude, you like crushed general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you just took general and hit it straight out of the park. You have common I'm sense. Like, really? You have common sense. He goes, yeah. 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 You crushed it. Mm-hmm. So what? what's that moment? Can you define your... 
Yeah, I, when I remember in Phil, we played in Philadelphia. It was our first game of the season. Uh, it was Sam White's first. I think it was Sam White's first year, I believe. And uh, we're in Philadelphia. If you remember the for who for what game, remember Ricky yeah. Waters oh, yeah. short arm that ball. And I remember we were the first game. With Sam, we were on the sideline, and Sam goes, "Anybody, anybody think of a play?" I go, "Run sixteen tag." We haven't run it yet. He goes, "You're gonna get a block." I go, "Run it." So I don't, I don't really talk <laughs> crap. I go, "Run it." So we run it, and I look over, and it's Bill Romanowski, who's the guy I have to block. So I got to jump behind and kind of go and block him. So I'm thinking to myself, everybody's watching me. I got to come with a game, and I got to bring, I got to bring it from the hips. So I come like the whole sideline's watching. So I come down, I drop my hips, and I hit Bill Romanowski, and I was saying the chest, but it was more in his like in his stomach, and I just hit him perfect. And when I hit him, it, it kind of like shocked him. Knocked him up, and I literally put him square on his back. Eric Rett cut off my butt for 30 yards for a touchdown. We score a touchdown. We win the game, and then I go back to the sideline. He goes, you got a good block, and I go, get the game ball ready. <laughs> and that was it. I got the game ball. That was that was my that was my moment. No Super Bowls or anything. No, but that's, that's a good yeah, moment. Yeah, I still got the game ball. Yeah, that's so, a good moment. Yeah. That's a great moment. Speaking of fishing now, um, mm-hmm. and part of the reason I love getting you in here, obviously we could talk sports for days, sure. but I love getting you in here because you're so passionate about fishing, and you have taken a liking to one of my favorite places <laughs> up, up there in Citrus County, yeah, the plantation bit. on Crystal yeah. River and all that. Yeah. So talk to me about why you're falling in love with uh, Citrus County. Well, why not? Um, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's practical because, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, it's Crystal River. It's so far. Well, I mean, if you drive to Clearwater Beach from here, it's only a little bit further. It really It's is, really yeah. not, it's like not Crystal River, a little over an hour. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So you get there. It's a different waterway. As you know, it just seems like you're in a different country almost. Like that's just weird water to me. They're that much flats. There's flats everywhere. And the way. fishing, when you do get on them, when, when Captain Kerr gets on them, on them bro and it's just different than here to where you gotta look around look around you might catch a couple here but when you're on them there like you just could sit there and catch them all day long you know what i mean and you know it's you know they have a different laws you can bring fish and all kind of stuff like that so it just makes sense for me to head over there every once in a while i was just there last sunday it's to me it's um it's still got a feel of old florida Mm -hmm. which i like i've noticed now i went to cedar key cedar key is even an older taste of florida which is really unique Mm -hmm. not as not as much to do there, which is hard Cedar to believe. Cedar Key in the Keys? No, Cedar Key, it, just north of Oh, Crystal really? Lake. Yeah. Little bitty sleepy town. Really? Little bitty sleepy town. Good on the fishing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Fishing's phenomenal. Yeah, for gotta, sure. I got to do that. Oh, yeah. You I got, got a guy? guy? Oh, of course I got a guy. I got a number. Guy. Let me get that My number. My boy Danny Allen up yeah, there in Cedar yeah, Key's phenomenal. He's just like James Kerr. Okay. Just a little twisted. Little twisted. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Little twisted. Little twisted. Um, that was the guy we were catching the giant snook on the one-ounce jigs and the... 13 pound triple tail and yeah he's a, he's a little bit of a twisted freak yeah, yeah, you'd, you'd like yeah. That. but but it, there's so much beautiful water there and mm. so much estuary that doesn't get touched even though i've probably been going there now for 15 years mm-hmm. 12 years 13 years you can tell that the pressure has increased no doubt. if you talk to mm-hmm. the people that the guys that fish are all the time the pressure's increased but it's still just such a happy happy place i mean it's it's on my to-do list for sure it's increased time. from dormant 
You know yes. what I mean? Oh, like yeah. Tampa Bay is increasing as well. Yeah, that's crazy here. Like, yeah. like you go somewhere like on a holiday. Went out with uh, um, Lady Fish, uh, yeah. Look Captain Laurie. Laurie Hall yeah. on a holiday, and it was like it was hard to find a, anywhere to put your boat. You Terrible. know, there in Ruskin, even in a busy weekend, you just see a couple boats out there. Right. Just, I mean, in the Crystal River, it's just, yeah. not that much going it's on. Different. You know what I mean? yeah. It's way it's way different. different. You, and the funny part is when you when you fill fish with a guy like. Brandon Branch or James Kerr, and there's a lot, Mario Costello, all the great ones up there, they complain about how busy it is. <laughs> and exactly, I'm like, yeah. I don't, I don't. But they're there to chill. They're not in Crystal River to be around <laughs> mayhem. You know what I mean? That's yeah, a fact. No doubt. Now, with all the places you've fished, and I know you fished Costa Rica and mm-hmm. the Keys, and do you have a favorite? <laughs> My favorite fishing story, um, Captain Steve Roger. Yeah. You've heard of him? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know well, Steve. Captain Steve Roger, I went with my buddy Steve. Into the, into the Blue fam. Yeah. He's TV show host, yeah. Into the Blue. Well, but way before that, when oh, I was yeah. playing yeah. ball still, oh, okay. with my buddy Steve Everett. And Steve Everett, I played, he was a center for the Eagles. He says, uh, I, I got to bring in this captain. He's great. So I met Steve Roger, and we went out, and he says, uh, what do you want to do? And I said, well, I'd love to get some meat, you know, and then whatever, we catch some game fish, whatever. And he goes, let's go. So he just, we were on the dock, and uh, Jose Wahibi, Spanish fly. The great hole. Came up to him, movie. and I, I'm watching, and I go, is that Spanish fly? Would you want to meet him? So I met him, nice guy. Super nice. And I'm yeah. listening, and Jose Wahibi's asking him all this stuff, right? And I was like, okay. <laughs> so he must know what he's doing. So we go out, we went looking for bait in, like, in this channel. I hear him talking to everybody. Everybody's like, where's the bait? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> he throws the, the net once. Then he says to everybody, I'll bring you something. But he wouldn't tell them where it was. And he dropped three to three boats, gave him the bait, wouldn't tell them where it was. While we're getting bait, he goes, throw a bait over there. I throw a bait over there. I hook a 50-pound tarpon. While he's throwing the net, okay, <laughs> nice. we go out. We fish for a yellowtail snapper. We had all a foot and a half, one after another. Fish for grouper, one after another, big old big old grouper. Then he goes, you want to catch a cobia? I said, sure. We go somewhere, we're chumming. I go, you catching more bait? He goes, look down. I look down. There's 20 cobia swimming in a circle under the boat. We had three cobia on at one time. <laughs> then he says... You want to catch a sailfish? And I said, let's go. I was the only one on the boat that caught a sailfish. By the end of that day, all three of us had a sailfish on at the same time. Never heard that in my whole life before. Rogers. Never heard that in my life before. And at the end of the day, I go, that's never going to be beaten. And it hasn't been beaten since. (laughs) Like, I just don't think it's going to get beaten. No way. Well, and and part of that, two, two, two parts to that ring in my brain. One. Obviously, it's Steve Rogers. Mm-hmm. Captain Steve Rogers is a special cat. I've never got to fish with him. I haven't even met him. I talked to him on the phone one yeah. time because we were trying to film with him. Mm-hmm. And we were trying to film with him at a time that he was gone. He was at his farm in South Carolina. And uh, he actually made fun of us because we were going to the Keys in <laughs> August. And he was like, what? Why Who the hell does? That's a good question. I'm like, well, my partner's got to be down there. Mm. And, you know, we got to come in August. And he turned me on to a guy who's still the best one of the best captains I've ever fished with. Like he's like, ah, oh, fish with Alex. You'll do mm-hmm. fine. You'll catch him. And we crush him every time with Alex. So you know, part of it is Steve Rogers is Steve Rogers. Phenomenal yeah. guy. Everyone I've talked to that's ever fished with him says the same thing. He's, he's a said. Don. He's the a other don. Thing, like he's, yeah, a he's the guy. He's, a guy. he's a freak. The other part of it is it's the Florida Keys. That's the best fishing in the world. It's unbelievable. It's the best fishing in the world. Fishing cap. I mean, it's, they, they tout themselves as the fishing cap of the mm-hmm. world for a reason. For a reason. Yeah. My buddy has a, a cul-de-sac on Big Pine mm-hmm. and we fish in his backyard. Catching Goliath group in the backyard. <laughs> it's crazy. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's just fit, just, it's Keys is, is different. It's a special it's place. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. Every time we get a hurricane that comes through there, I just, I wince. I'm just I like, I don't know how you guys live there. I'm glad you do because much, we love though. to go down there, but mm-hmm. it's, and I just don't want that place to be tattered or bothered or, 
It's the keys. Understandable. Yeah. Understandable. yeah. I didn't make it down there this year. It's going to be on my... Uh, Let me know if you go. I'd love to go. It's going to be on my filming I, list. Well, you can come down and film a I show got a with new, me. I got a new uh, t- a camper trailer I bought. I saw that. Mm-hmm. I saw so that. So I'm going to be chilling in my camper you, trailer. What, 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 what was the brand? Connect. Okay. Connect, yeah. Because I have a Lazy Days mm-hmm. pull-behind trailer. Really? Same exact color really? scheme as yours. I didn't get to see the outside yeah. on your post, and I thought, I wonder if we didn't just buy the same. Could uh, be. Mine's a grand design, so it's uh, it's a different uh, a different brand. But it, I've had mine for a couple of years. Yeah. But I went through the same people. Lazy Days, yeah, they're phenomenal. People. Yeah, huge. good people. Huge. Great, huge company. Huge company. They, when I went, I went. I'm looking for. I want two bunk beds. I want obviously a, mm. a little master suite. And the rest of it, I can, it's you true. can get, you know, you can, whatever. And they were mm-hmm. like, oh, we know one. We got you. And walked me right over there. I walked in and went, and it was taller. That's the one, Mine yeah. was a little bit taller than the normal. You know what the big thing for me was? Big bathroom. <laughs> big bathroom. Like big. I saw your bathroom. Like it most bathrooms, like, like I go, that's the bathroom? And like you have to step yeah, around. I can barely, I don't even, I can barely yeah. stand in there. Right. This one, you could almost walk around. Yes. It's beautiful. I saw your bathroom. Yeah. That's a big bathroom. Big bathroom. So where are you going to stay with it? Uh, right back here. Really? Right back here. Absolutely. I'm not scared of nobody. Oh, I know you're not right, scared. Right back here. Why would you? Know you? I'm just, I'm a, I, I'm a, an efficient person. And I just went through a divorce and, yeah. you know, I'm watching what's going on. I'm t- talking to people and I haven't heard anybody tell me to go buy something right now. That's no, stupid. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's stupid. Yeah. You're just, you know, peeing away money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or I never told anybody to say, go get a, go rent something for a year. Well, you rent something for years and it costs you four thousand dollars a month, which ends up being fifty thousand dollars, which is what I paid for a trailer. Right. So I, I that's and the nice I, the nice part is, and it really is nice because again, I get to do a little bit of it with mine. Mm. The fact that you can there's a lot of beautiful places a to go lot, see. A lot. And those things are way more comfortable than what people think. Way more. Unbelievable. There, a lot of people are like, that's nicer than my place. Dude, I got two recliners yeah. in mine. They vibrate. They got lights in the Correct. cup holder. Yeah. I'm like, well, I may never get out of I, a chair that you, vibrates. You like I said, like, <laughs> thing, I'm like, I may never get out of this Real chair. Real talk. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So mine sits up at my deer camp uh, mm-hmm. so I don't get to, to hang out it hang out in it as much as possible. So real quick, and we'll, and we'll wrap this thing up for you. You, you. you went vegan. Yes. But you're eating fish still, right? I am eating fish now. Okay. I went now. from December to about a month ago, I went without okay. fish, and now I'm, I just kind of implemented fish back in. I missed it. It's good. I, I miss, was going to say. Miss, it's good. Yeah. It's good to, when you don't have it for a while, now you put it back in, it's like, it's like candy. It's beautiful. You were asking me, uh, we were talking about favorite fish uh, on one of our mm. Uh, radio spots. We forgot to hogfish. We forgot to say hogfish. Yeah, too. we did. Hogfish is fantastic. Hogfish is fantastic. Mm-hmm. So what, I mean, and again, for our listeners here on the podcast, Canadian bacon, Ian yeah. Beckles, NFL player, favorite fish for you. If you just one fish for the rest of your life you could eat, what would it be? And I hate to think that you could only eat one. I know. Suck, but but I'd be honest with you. It would be hard to eat one. It would I would say either grouper or salmon. Oh, okay. You know, it just... Two totally different fish. Completely so different. Yeah, those are completely But I make different. a mean salmon. Mean. My wife does too. Mean. I don't like we salmon in restaurants too much. No? But I make a mean salmon. How do you, how do you prepare? Sous vide, smoked. Sous vide. Seared, sous vide, smoked. What is sous vide? Sous vide is a, a water bath. Okay. You put it in a bag, put it in a water bath so it actually cooks it. Okay. You put it on the egg, smoke it to finish, and it's gorgeous. You're an egg guy. Yes, I am. Yes, I, am, I don't know how I'm, to cook I'm an, on the I'm egg, an egghead, like a son of a Believe <laughs> You've that. been yeah. for a long time. A long, long time. Yeah, you have a long, been for a long, long time. time. I, uh, I really appreciate you hanging Anytime, out with me a little bit today. Uh, it's all good. Yeah, it's good to have you. Good to see you. Good to get caught up. Congratulations on Beckles and Retcher. 
Uh, I'm a big fan of you guys. I know it's a very popular show here. I want all of our listeners, make sure you check these guys out. If you haven't listened to them, please do. 95.3 WDAE and AM 620, 3 to 7 p.m. weekdays. Again, it's Beckles and Retcher. It is, it's worth a listen. The boys do a good job. Very entertaining. So You help us out, too. We appreciate well, you. Hey, I, I'm, I'm honored to be a part of it. I always yeah. enjoy talking to you guys. Good I people. love. I love. All right, my brother. Thank you. Anytime, brother. All good. Stuff. Certainly hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Real Animals Podcast as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you. You know, Canadian bacon, Ian Beckles, uh, him and I have been friends a long time. We got into the radio business just about at the same time, if not almost the same month, um, many, many years ago. So we have been uh, we have been pals for many years. We fished together. Uh, I love it when he gets into uh his NFL stories, uh, things like that, are just interesting to me. And then again, he's got a great passion for the outdoors. He he loves to fish. I've had him and his son Marcus on the boat, some of his buddies on the boats before, many many times. And uh, just a super super cat. Again, the dignitary 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 T in Cava House, forty eight seventeen South West Shore Boulevard. Phone number is eight one three nine 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 forty nine sixty eight. You never know when the big man might be walking around here. Come on down and. Check out the Dignitary Tea and Kava House, and remember to check out Beckles and Retcher. Again, 95.3 WDAE and AM 623 to 7 weekdays here in the Tampa market and on the iHeartRadio app. Real Animals Podcast, available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, ritampabay.com, and Spotify. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review. We're always trying to drop new episodes on Tuesdays uh, when we're in podcast season sometimes i get running crazy and can't get them all done so just got to take them when we can get them we do the best we can the real animals podcast is presented by contender boats thanks for listening